Hello and welcome to the Mindfully Stoic podcast, where we discuss the art of living a good life. My name's Ryan, and my good friend Will is here to join us in the studio, which is his studio that I'm borrowing. Um, how are you doing, Will? Good. Speaking of borrowing, borrowing Ryan's shirt, <laughs> yeah. same shirts. <laughs> yep, check out Mindfully Stoic on the Etsy shop. Same shirt, bro. All right. So, um... One of the things we wanted to talk about today is we're going to do a before and after thing, right? So um, I created this journal, Pathways to Meaning Journal. Um, It's really for people that want to develop their own personal philosophy or articulate their values and beliefs. Um, And not to put you on the spot, but... um, That's why I'm here. Exactly, right? And so you've you've been going through... um, I don't know how you describe it, like dark time transition. Totally. Um, kind of talk me about or talk to me about Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. So I, uh, I recently I, I went, uh, I've been let go of a, uh, uh, a job that I was in, and it kind of just wiped me out. And I know a lot of Americans, a lot of people are going through that same thing, as a lot of people have been cut from jobs, and uh, I, I kind of just had this stumbling block of like. I, I've been salaried so long that my my value of myself was uh, based upon my salary. And when that was gone, I thought, oh, I'm worthless. Yeah. I contribute nothing. And it was uh, definitely a rock bottom in my life when I started looking. You know, I, I have a wife. I have kids. And started thinking of, like, how am I going to pay the mortgage? What am I going to do? And, and, like, these scary thoughts, right? Yeah. Um, but then I just kind of started thinking deeper and, and, um, not, not that I blame God for any of it, but I think those, those questions of like, why would I go through this? Right. Why, why would God put me through this? Uh, what, what things, uh, like even I would question my own beliefs in this time. And and I think I, uh, you know, just being vulnerable, but being truthful. Um, yeah, it, it was a dark time for me. Yeah. I, uh, hit some severe lows and uh, lows that I've never hit, right? And uh, I've gone through grief. I've gone through death in my family. I've gone through a lot of like hard times. But this was this thing was just different for me. Why? Why do you think this was different compared to other pastimes? Because like I know a little bit of your background and stuff, and for you've sure. gone through some dark times and some really difficult moments in your life. But why? Why was it this one that set you back or started questioning things? That's a good question, Ryan. I think, uh, honestly, if I think back, like, so my, my dad passed away when I was 12 and, uh, mom got remarried. That was a, that was a capital T trauma for me, losing my dad at that yeah. age. Um, my same mom got remarried. Yeah. Same trauma. Yeah, same, same, <laughs> same, same, trauma. Same, same trauma. <laughs> but, uh, my mom got remarried at 14 when I was 14 and then I had a stepdad for, for most of my life. Um, and then when he passed away is like right around the time that I got married. And, uh, it, it was so strange to me as I, as my wife, uh, she got pregnant, um, probably what, two years, a year and a half into our marriage. And it, it like becoming a father is just a weird thing. Yeah. Becoming a father without having, a father here to like ask for guidance to be like, Hey, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. (laughs) 
And I, I, I feel like every new father probably hits that. Like, what am I doing? But for me, that was the, that's when I felt anxiety the most in my life. And I, I thought I got to provide for them. Like that was the strongest thing. I have mouths to feed. I, I got to provide for them. I got to protect them. Like these, uh, things that have been ingrained in me from growing up LDS, right. And yeah. growing up in, in the LDS church, that's what's taught in gender roles is men provide, preside, protect. It's, yeah. it's part of the doctrine, right? Right. So I felt these, and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying the weight that I felt to that, really, it was just so much pressure at that time that, I don't know, it kind of kept, like launched me into this new way of thinking, which I think was good for me. I feel like I matured a lot. I grew up a lot. Yeah. Um, but then, like, I, I, I've never been fired, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so when I did get fired, it was like, and, and there's so many jobs out there. There's so many things. You can get out and do anything. You can make money in so many different ways. And so it's interesting that I, I still had this stumbling block of I'm worthless, right? Mm. And it wasn't just because I'm unemployed, but, and I've shared this with with, uh, with you before, um, just, and, and you know this about me, I, I, I suffer from imposter syndrome. And I, I, I know there's probably a lot of people out there that suffer from that. And, you know, it's imposter yeah. syndrome, you feel like you're never really enough. You don't deserve the things. You can have an imposter syndrome about a lot of different things in your life. And uh, I, I've had it about my marriage. I've had it about my kids. And like that, being a father, yeah, I don't feel good enough to be a dad to these kids. That's a that's a weird thing, man. Yeah, you feel like it's an honor held for someone else that is much better than you. Totally. And kind of going back with your job, like, do you feel like your financial status was a reflection of your inherent value? Absolutely, man. I, I think that's where this connects. Is like I I worked a job that I hated. I yeah. freaking hated it. It was miserable. I. Uh, I wanted to quit every day. And then I just kept thinking like, I'm, I'm making decent money, nothing crazy great, but it was good money. And I just thought like, I'll do this for my family. I'll work a job that I hate forever yeah. because it pays well enough. I know I'll never have to worry about anything. We'll have money to go on vacations. And then when that was taken away from me, but being fired, it really just felt like, man, and even sticking in a job that you hate just because you think like, my kids deserve this salary. So I'm going to work this job that, that was a, that was not a healthy mindset. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it was healthy to my kids. Like to share a quick story. Um, it was Christmas Eve and I had to go like Christmas time is Kayla, my wife's favorite time of the year. And, I remember no one, no one showed up for work. There, there was like one person on shift and they needed more people. So what I did for work was working in a residential treatment center where, um, you work with, uh, uh people that are struggling mentally, struggling with, uh, depression, anxiety, and things that I've struggled with myself. Yeah. Right. And, uh, it was mostly like teenagers, like at risk teenagers, right. Uh, or is it at, at this, at the company I was working was more adult age. Okay. Uh, so it was more of like a professional, gotcha. uh, professionals coming and seeking help and, and getting on the right meds, getting off the wrong ones, things like that. Which, okay. Um, anyways, back to the story. When I went in uh, Christmas Eve, I feel this pressure of like, well, I need to own this. I need to go in. And, I, and my wife and I, we got into the worst argument of our marriage that night, uh, or that day rather. And 
I left her crying in the kitchen, not from yelling at her just because I told her and she knew I had to go to work. And she's crying, my daughter's crying, and my son was taking a nap. And I remember just thinking like, I'm the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> I'm the, the, the worst husband, the worst dad, um, because I'm doing what I feel like I should be doing, but it still feels like it's the wrong thing. Yeah. And so I feel like my beliefs did not line up. Uh, it, it just felt like self betrayal, right? Yeah. Where what I'm doing doesn't line up with my values and who I am. Yeah. So that, that was a weird thing, but man, that, that, you know, thinking back to it, it's like being fired was probably the best thing for me. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I had it in me to quit. Yeah, definitely. So, so when you got fired from this job that was basically killing you inside, um, you said you were kind of analyzing or questioning some beliefs, um, or some aspects of your identity. Was it either during that time or after, um, what were some of those things you were questioning? I think some of those things I was questioning, it's, it's funny to me. I, I never have questioned like, is there a God? Yeah. Um, for me, I've, I've always felt this like deep belief in me. It's, it's deep in there. Of, I know there's a God. Yeah. I know, I know there's something. May, uh, a lot of people refer to uh, what I'm talking to as a higher power. Maybe they, there's something else, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I call it God. And, and I felt certain things. I've had certain experiences where I just can't like, um, can't chalk it up as coincidence, you know? Yeah. And so, but, um, thinking about like, well, becoming a father and looking at the lens that I have for my kids and how much I love them and, and kind of, kind of caused me to think of like in the LDS culture, right? There's a lot of things that are geared towards, uh, you know, if you're baptized at eight, right. With the proper priesthood authority, the, the power of God, then it can save you. It can save you. It's salvation. Right. Yeah. And I just, there, there's parts of me that didn't align with that where it's like, I'm thinking of my kids and I'm like, if, if they didn't get the chance to get baptized and I know there's, there's all the things, right. They can get baptized. And so I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of questioned my belief in Christianity. I've, I've questioned like, well, maybe there's a God, but maybe there isn't a savior, maybe the savior. And I started thinking of history. I started thinking like, um, you know, like if Jesus was a, a, a Jew, right. Mm-hmm. and born thousands and thousands of years ago. And uh, is, is the Bible really the word of God? Like these things, these are the questions that I did have. Oh, okay. And uh, I believed in an afterlife. Um, at times I was in, an, in a hurry to get there, um, thinking like maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not cut out to be here. Being a little reckless with sure. behavior, would sure. you say? Uh, yeah, I, w- I would say so. Okay. Um. And what's interesting, so in uh, LDS culture, Mormon culture, uh, there's what's called the word of wisdom, which, you know, is against smoking, against drinking alcohol, um, uh, THC, marijuana, these things it's against. And and uh, in these lows, I went to those places. I went and I experimented for the first time in my life with, with THC. I experimented with, uh, which was actually medical. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So it's medical marijuana. <clears throat> and, uh, 
I've had some interesting experiences that I actually felt more connected to God. Yeah. Um, and not like a new God, the same God that I knew growing up. Oh, that's interesting. Like the same God, the same peace, the same things that I had as a, a 12 year old boy that lost his dad. Right? Yeah. Uh, to where I'm sitting there thinking of, you know, just not in the right headspace, evaluating suicide, evaluating these deep, dark thoughts that are, are very, uh, man, to be in that mind space, to be contemplating those things. Yeah. It, it's a tough area to be in. And, and so I wouldn't say it was that stuff that pulled me out of that headspace, mm-hmm. but it did challenge me to think differently. And so I, 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 I feel like, you know, I, I, I transitioned into this different way of thinking to where I, I started questioning my own beliefs and these own things, these all my own ideal, uh, these ideals that I was grown up with, like those types of things. Right. And so I, I haven't started my journal yet. Yeah. Um, and if you can't tell it's something that I, I think is like, I, I need it. Right. I, I think yeah. it could be a, a great resource for me right now. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really excited to start this journey of, of this journal and uh, to kind of just find out, like, am I practicing my beliefs or am I still committing self-betrayal? Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. And even set, setting aside beliefs, um, we can talk about a little bit about values. Um, and this these don't, these can blend into religion, blend into personal beliefs. But can do you feel like you can fully articulate some of those values that you hold dear to right now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to speak to them. I, I feel like my values, um, it's funny. I was talking with, uh, a, a good friend of mine who him and I are going into business right now and we're trying to think of it. We're, we're working on a startup right now. And, um, we were just sometimes in that startup process, you're talking about how much money you're going to make and all these things. And, yeah. and, and what I told him is like, I don't think currency like money is not my value. Hmm. Like it's just, it's just not, I know myself well enough. It's, it's autonomy. It's time that I value, but why do I value time? Yeah. Because I want to spend it with my kids. I want to spend it with my wife. I want to spend it like with friends do like, you know, just doing this, you know, talking. Totally. And and that, that sounds kind of like a childish answer in a way. Cause I feel like, there's this old school idea that you work nine to five. You, you know, you, you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you eat dinner, you, you get ready for the next day, you go to bed, repeat until the weekend. Right. Yeah. And so I just, um, man, that, that just sounds so miserable to me. And, and so that's, that's my values don't align with that. Even though that's what I was doing, I feel like it just doesn't align with, you know, like that's, that's exactly what I was doing in my last job. And yeah. I, and I put that as a value, even though I didn't feel like that value was here personally, but I was treating it here. I was yeah. treating it much higher than it should have been. And I, um, you know, that story of me going into work on Christmas Eve, just because I felt like I had to, Yeah. what would have happened if I didn't? Yeah. I think what would have happened if I didn't is I, I actually would have been aligned <laughs> with what my values are of work yeah, and family time. If, if my kids are the most important thing to me, which, um, it is the case. And, yeah. and I, I don't think that's 
a, a bad thing. I just think in my case, it's a bad thing because my value of myself is just not there. Yeah. So, so what's interesting about this, uh, um, you know, you talk about values and I, I'm stepping into things that I don't value. I didn't value myself. I didn't value my own life. I don't value what I can contribute. Yeah. And so I feel like that's not a healthy place to be, man. I, I feel like I need to find, um, and that's, that's kind of been a journey for me over the past couple of months of like, find your value. My wife's been a great partner for this and, yeah. and helping me feel like, Hey, you're, she's, she's helped me through some dark times for sure. And just helping me see that, um, like kind of just pushing on some of those broken thoughts that I'm having about myself. Yeah. Um, I, I want to value myself too. And so seeing that is another, like what I'm hoping to be an experience in, in this journal of like making sure that my actions will lead or align with what my values yeah. actually should be or are. Right. Yeah. Cause I feel like we have this inner turmoil, right? Like we have our own personal values, our beliefs, and then we have our actions outside of those beliefs. And if they do not align, we have that incongruency, you know, that, um, dissonance inside of ourselves. And so, yeah, if you, and I feel like everyone, you know, if we can articulate those beliefs, those ideals, those values, and take actions every day where we can say, Hey, I actually incorporated this value. This is, this is a manifestation of that. Like, I feel like we will be much happier as a people. Right. And so that's, that's kind of the purpose of that of this journal, this pathways to meaning stuff. So I'm really curious how it's going to, how it's going to go once you start completing it. Um, and just for those listening or watching, like, uh, within the journal, we have a pre-assessment and an after assessment of kind of how well you can articulate your, your beliefs, your purpose and outlook on life and everything else. So, uh, that's basically the, the format of the journal. But as far as your, um, your purpose in life. I know you talked about your kids, um, in a sense, like if they're happy, you're happy. That's, that's kind of the gist of what I understood you saying and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but is there anything, um, anything more that you could add to what you perceive as the person, the purpose of life, or it could just be your purpose in life? I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's an excellent question. I, I, uh, like when you talk about our purpose, my purpose, right? What's, what's my purpose in life? Um, that is a, a deep dive. I feel like thinking of where I want to be in life, thinking of what things I want to contribute into life. Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to connect it back to fatherhood, man, because that's, yeah. that's, that's how I feel about it. It's, um, growing up, I didn't really care about the world. I didn't care about politics. I didn't care like what happened. Um, you know, I just, just thought, focus thought, on yourself. Smaller, probably oh, okay. the best way to put it. Yeah. Focusing on myself. I'm like, I don't really care. I just want to play Halo three. And chill, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Throw out a bubble shield and right. get sticky grenades and you're, you're living life. Right. Oh, absolutely, man. And, and, uh, I think being a father, it's like, I care a lot more about the world now. Right. Yeah. Because this isn't my world. This is my kid's world. Mm-hmm. This is their world. And so it's funny as, you know, 
things just shift. And I think a lot of people go through that in life and they, they, they grow up like this is just a part of growing up and, and maturing. Right. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you, you have these experiences where your beliefs will be challenged, where things do change. Right. And change isn't always a bad thing. I think, no. I think that's, that it's just uncomfortable. And yeah. I think just people are scared of, uh, they, they don't like the discomfort of change. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the, I mean, to bring in a religious parable, but sure. with Adam and Eve, you know, they were cast out of the garden. Everything was nice and good in the garden of Eden, but you really just have to go out, you know, out of the garden, live your life, live those experiences. And that's where you learn and grow. Absolutely. And, and I think that's like, so two, two good books that I've been, uh, that I've listened to, I'm not a great reader, so Audible is like my jam, but one is The Happiness Advantage. Oh, okay. And it's all about like your mindset and happiness. And uh, the other is The Outward Mindset. And I've read that one before, but um, more in a business setting, like it was a, a, a workplace was like, hey, everybody read this. And so oh, I was yeah. thinking, how could this apply to business? Um, which... You know, this time I went through thinking more for like myself, like outward thinking in all like my personal life. Right. Yeah. And uh, I feel like those two connect in a way of just like thinking outwardly, thinking about others, thinking about, um, you know, like the world that my kids will inherit. Mm -hmm. That makes me more happy to think of like, what are the things that I can do? What are the things that I can change about the world? Like there, there's a lot of terrible things that happen every day. And if you choose to focus on those terrible things, I think it leads you down to a dark, dark place, right? Yeah. And there's, there's so many school shootings going on. There's so many things in the world right now that it's just like, it's scary. Right. Oh yeah. There, there's uh, even the workforce is scary. Like somewhat being unemployed still, I'm like, not in a, a financially stable place where I'm feeling confident of like, you know, yeah, like it's just a scary world out there. But, um, those books have really helped me think more about mindset and like, yeah, that that's been a focus of mine of just like, I'm trying to think of a better world. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of a better, um, like what's, what's the change that I, this is going to sound cheesy as hell. I really believe in this though. Uh, be the change that you want to see, right? Oh start, yeah. Start being that person that you want to see. Absolutely. Cause we're just a microcosm of the greater problems of society, right? Exactly. So if we can work on ourselves our community and work outwards, you know, that, that makes all the difference. Right. And, and there's always one belief that I had, I shared this with someone earlier this week of just, I think the law of averages there, there's a lot of crazies out there, but for every crazy, there's thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands of people, maybe even millions that are so much better. And they, I, I, I think the, the bad ones are just louder. The, yeah. the negative experiences are so loud. You know, that Gottman principle, um, John yeah. Gottman, the five to one principle uh, yeah. where, you know, the, the positive deposits, equal like five to one oh, yeah. negative deposit, right? Yeah. So if you have a negative experience with someone, it takes five positive experiences to like 
equal that out. Right. Because we have a negativity bias, you know, within our within our biology. Right. Absolutely. And that's to equal it out. That's not to like surpass. Yeah. It. That's like, right. OK, now we're back to basic. Like, yeah. So so if you had two, like, just think of how that scales. It's it's. Yeah. But I, I really do believe there's a lot more. There, there's a lot of good in the world. Yeah. And that's really the purpose of the podcast. Right. You know, it's like taking great average people like yourself, you know, and highlighting those people, talking to them, you know, talking about problems, talking about solutions, talking about values, philosophy, and really just how to live a good life. Um, and so I guess what does a, what does a good life look like for you? Uh, what, what things would have to change? What answers would, or what questions need to be answered for will to have a good life? That's a good question. That's a great question, right? And if you don't have an answer, that's okay. Wow. But but it's kind of nice to think of like, really, this is this is what I imagine a good life to be. Yeah. And these are the things. These are the the things that have to happen in order for me and my current mindset to yeah. accept life and to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea of what that would be? It's tough, man. Because I I. I don't know if I really believe my answer. Oh, okay. That's is that, interesting. Is that no. Weird to say like no. What know, would what be I your answer? Say is a, a good life for me wouldn't be an easy one. Yeah. Because I think there's uh, like comfort's not good, right? Like, yeah. There's there's no growth in comfort, and I not that I want my life to be hard, but that I want to be mentally healthy. Yeah. And I think in order to be mentally healthy, you need, you need to be sharp. You need to be able to have challenges. You need to be able to have things in your life. Like I, I think, um, you know, if all things in life were just easy and, you know, there's always money in the bank account, like I, I don't have to worry about anything. There's no worries. Yeah. Is like where I want to go. Like, oh, that would be so nice. I'm thinking I'm sitting on a beach in Hawaii, like no, yeah. no stress, no nothing. Right. Like, yeah. Um, and I just don't believe that that's, that's the answer, right? It's weird. That's where our, at least for me too, I feel, I feel that, you know, you want to live a comfortable life, live on a beach. Um, but you know, you go on vacation and maybe after a few days you're like, Hey, like I got to do something. You know, like I feel it like an absolutely waste of a human being, you know? And so no, I, I totally get that sentiment, but yeah, kind of a weird, weird, awkward answer, but it's uh, no. I hope you, I, uh, in our interview after the journal, I'm excited yeah. to, to really, you know, see how see how my experiences changed me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. See how I answer that a little differently. No, absolutely. Um, I guess my one of my last questions I would say is as far as your beliefs go. Um, I know you talked about God quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the characteristics of God in your mind? Um, as far as like, do you, do you feel like God, God is more judgmental or more loving, caring, compassionate? Like I know there's God is a term that's used by billions of people. And I feel like there's billions of different viewpoints on how they view God sure. based off of personal experiences. But I guess what is god or that that archetype for you that's another good question i uh 
I, I would like to think that God is a lot more merciful than um, than what what I uh, grew up thinking. Like, oh, if you make a mistake, you're like you're toast type of thing. Yeah, I like to think more forgiving. God is just wrath and 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 perfectly just and all these things that I learned through primary school and church and all those things. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to believe that God's a lot more merciful. I, I would like to see that he sees right into the hearts of, uh, what I, what I want to believe is we are his spirit children. Right. Yeah. And so if, if we're his spirit children, the closest thing I have to compare that to is my kids. Yeah. How I feel about my kids. Right. And I'm not saying I'm God or even close to anything of that. Right. It's just, uh, you know, when my kids do something wrong, it's, you know, I, I always love them. Right. Yeah. I, I always like, I don't think there's a damn thing that can change that. Yeah. And, uh, I would hope God would be the same, like someone who loves someone who actually cares but I've gone to places, Ryan, where I've, I've thought maybe God doesn't care. Yeah. Maybe like, hey, if we're an accident or not an accident, but like, you know, um, let's say if God is a creator, he created this world, put children on it or whatever, yeah. right? And we're here and then he went on, he moved on to something else. And, and uh, you know, even me just saying that, I, I think it shows like where my mind is of like, I, I like to give things space. Yeah. I like to think sometimes through different, uh, like think backwards, think forwards, think yeah. sideways. Think, like, cause I, I feel like it, the, the power of perspective matters. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's another question that I feel like I, I, I would love to have more of a solid answer through this experience with this journal process. Yeah. My friend. All right. Um, for practical purposes, um, what, how are you going to um, incorporate the journal so you actually do it each and every day? Uh, what do you think you can do so you can actually get to it? Man, that's so I, I'm thinking of like, have you ever started a diet like weight loss or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, exactly. it, it's tough, man. Right. It's, yeah, yeah. It's freaking tough to like stick to that. And so I, I think... Uh, Systems are the best answer I have for that. If I create yeah. a system that reinforces, just just get this done. So system and routines have been huge for me and my own like mental health. Um, what I'm recognizing is the morning for me is when I think the clearest. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. When I was unemployed, man, I, I couldn't sleep. And I, I might get 30 minutes to two hours. And so I'd go to bed at... 1, 2 a.m. and I'd still be up by 4 a.m. Oh, wow. But even tired, those 4 a.m. moments when no one else is awake were just different than the 2 a.m. moments when no one was awake and I haven't gotten to sleep yet. Yeah. It's weird, but I think if it's the first thing I do in the day, like to start the day, yeah, that's where I'm going to have the most success because that's when I'm the most um, open to you know, yeah. setting a tone for the day. And maybe that's not the right answer. That's it's, it's more of like, what I mean is like, I think I can just get it done in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. So I'm going to try and prioritize that. I'm going to try and get it done in the morning. Cool. And, uh, I have been doing some journaling. So 
with that experience, I think it's just simple, simply switching out, yeah. maybe printing it off, putting it in my journal and going through some of the, uh, the, uh, questionnaires and, and yeah. whatever else is there. Right. Right. So Yeah. And some of it's just the journal prompts, right? So it's more straightforward. Yeah. You might, you'll have to think about some of those things, but I feel like a lot of it's just pondering, you know, like if you could sure. take 10, 15 minutes to think about your beliefs on one subject, you know, like what are my views of God? What are my views of morality? You know? Um, cause a lot of it's like, it, it doesn't, it's more mental work than it is like even putting pen on paper type thing. You know, there's some, some aspects of pen on paper, obviously, but a lot of it's just thinking it through. So if you could take even, you know, five to 15 minutes out of your day, just thinking about those things, I think, you know, you'd be better to articulate those beliefs and values, but totally. That's, that's a great tip. Yeah. You got any other tips for me, Ryan? Dude, you know me pretty well. I, yeah, I think knowing you, I'd say what you said of setting a system is probably your best, best, uh, best idea. Um, and like you said, if you do it in the morning, um, and I think printing it off would probably be better for you because you have, you know, so much, so many screens, so many things. You're always on your phone. Phones used for so many different things. But if you print it out, I feel like you're going to get more buy-in, right? You actually totally. t- did some of the work, printed it out. It's in your face. It's not going to change. Like a screen's going to change. It's there, and um, it's going to guilt you into doing it. I <laughs> just tease it. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions for me? Yeah, uh, just one. Like what? What? inspired this for you yeah i would say and i talked with brennan about this in the last podcast podcast a little bit um but i i think i just really want to hear from everyday people part of it is you know i I listen to a lot of these podcasts you know that are in this type of space and they always get like the most popular guy on you know like let's get um, Joe Rogan, let's get whoever, you know, and get these people and let's hear their wisdom. They're super, super smart. I can never be like these people. But what about the the everyday person, you know, that, that does have a nine to five? You know, there's billions of people like that, that does have a nine to five job that has a family and whatever. Um, but they have their own personal philosophy. They have their own beliefs. They live a good life. It might be a simple life. Um, but I want to hear from those people as well, because there's a lot of buried wisdom in the minds of average people. And so I just wanted to create a space where we can talk about that. We can explore those beliefs and see if all of these beliefs resonate with other people. You know, I don't want to press my beliefs on anybody else. Um, and vice versa, but I just really want to explore people's minds, um, create, you know, some sort of middle ground. Uh, so there's not so much black and white thinking, but accepting each other as human beings. And cause life's, you know, pretty tough. Life's shitty sometimes. And if you can find people that resonate with you, if you can find a philosophy that really gives life meaning and makes it bearable, then that's all worth it. I love that, man. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Will, thanks for uh, joining us for this podcast. And again, if you want to be on this podcast, like, subscribe, and just let me know and we can get you featured on here. So um, again, check out uh, mindfully stoic on Etsy for these cool shirts and some other ones represent so. <laughs> and we'll see you next time.